peace, light, and love. Family, welcome back here to another episode on an Overstanding Word podcast. I'm your host, Nakia, and I'm excited to bring you the next pieces of this seventh chapter of Jeremiah. In the last episode, if you haven't already listened to it, please go do it. <laughs> go listen to it because it's some really good stuff. But we laid down the foundation. We read all the way up through chapter or through verse 15 that you'll see here. Uh, and this talks about what was going to happen. Hey, <laughs> I will send you out of my sight into exile. Well, we, we've been under these foreign corporations and under all these other things and, a, and, and controlled by the systems, controlled by the entities, controlled by the corporations that were created. Uh, and in, we are in exile. You could argue today that just as with Moses, <laughs> we had to go to the children of Israel because the children of Israel were in exile in Egypt still. And we're still under a system of slavery to this day. So I want to continue the journey of helping to understand some of the prophecy that was laid out. These are some of the earlier prophecies that were in the four decades of work for the prophet Jeremiah. And we want you to start the process of being able to overstand, right? To now that you've got a base and a foundation, but to now start to come to the place where you're walking in why the things were taking place on the land. So that way we can understand how to correct those things, how to not get caught up in the foolishness and the mess that's taking place. So verse 16 says this, pray no more for these people, Jeremiah. Do not weep or pray for them. And don't beg me to help them. I will not listen to you. Don't you see what they are doing through the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? So he's talking there about both sides. He's talking about not only Judah, he's also talking about Jerusalem as well. So come on now. These were the people of his chosen. These were people that were chosen, but they wanted a king over them. So he gave them Saul. And then from that point forward, they had rulers over them. They didn't have the creator, but the scriptures confirm that hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come where on earth as it is where in heaven revelations confirmed as well that the new Jerusalem would descend out of heaven from the higher place that those after the war that took place. And surely we are in a spiritual warfare right now as we speak. <clears throat> Verse 18. No wonder I am so angry. Watch how the children gather wood and the fathers build sacrificial fires. See how the women knead dough and make cakes and offer to the queen of heaven. And they pour out liquid offerings to their other idol gods. Am I the one they are hurting? Asked the Lord. Most of all, they hurt themselves to their own shame. So this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will pour out my terrible fury on this place. It's people, animals, trees, and crops will be consumed by the unquenched or unquenchable fire of my anger. This is what the Lord of heaven armies, the God of Israel says, take your burnt offerings and your other sacrifices and eat them yourself. When I led your ancestors out of Egypt, see, we were told to come out of Egypt a long time ago. There are plagues in the land today as we speak. 
they are pulling up the buried in Egypt as we speak right now. They're looking at tombs over there. They've unearthed and uncovered new tombs and, and new relics from the old ages, old periods of time, trying to understand. Well, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand why the things that are happening in the land are happening. Our soul, our prayers go out to those that have lost their lives in the terrible earthquakes that hit Turkey and Syria. There's a terrible loss of life that took place in those regions. They said that some of the places will be uninhabitable for years. <clears throat> when I led your ancestors out of Egypt, it was not burnt offerings or sacrifices I wanted from them. This is what I told them. Just simply obey me and I will be your God and you will be my people. Do everything as I say, and all will be well. But my people would not listen to me. They kept doing whatever they wanted, following the stubborn desires of their hearts. They went backwards instead of forward. So we went to the tail as opposed to being the head. We went from being the lender to being the borrower. Well, when do we stand up and say, I'm guilty. Lord, rid me of those things that are causing me to stumble in my walk, in my journey, and allow for me to walk as you would have me walk. Give me understanding of the things that take place in my life, the things and the people that you've placed around me. Allow me to show love and mercy as you have shown me love and mercy, even in my foolish days. When will we humble ourselves and come back to that place? But that requires us to put up a, a mirror and to look in that mirror and face the true reality of who we are. We must be real with self in order to be real with those who we say we love and we care about. Verse 25. From the day your ancestors left Egypt until now, I have continued to send my servants, the prophets, day in and day out. But my people have not listened to me or even tried to hear. They have been stubborn and sinful, even worse than their ancestors. See, the quote-unquote righteous men who built this nation and established this nation, established it under a principle of truth, right? Under a principle of that all men were created equal by the creator and endowed. That means given, endowed with certain unalienable. That means it can't be leaned on, unalienable rights. And amongst those, freedom, justice, liberty. And he gave us the land. If he gave us the land, how can it therefore be taxed? But the scriptures confirm that it is the righteous that shall inherit the land. Tell them all this, but do not expect them to listen. Shout out your warnings, but do not expect them to respond. Say to them, this is the nation whose people will not obey the Lord, their God, and who refuse to be taught. Truth has vanished from among them, and it is no longer heard 
on their lips. <clears throat> people that represent the so-called we the people are blatant liars. We know this for a fact. Just look at whom they have elected recently. Look at what they tell us when they speak to us and then they go out and they do other things. How much longer will we put up with this? <clears throat> Let me go through that again. Say to them, this is the nation whose people will not obey the Lord, their God, and who refuse to be taught. Truth has vanished from among them and is no longer hurt on their lips. Shave your heads in mourning and weep alone on the mountains. For the Lord has rejected and forsaken this generation that has provoked his fury. See, you are provoking the Lord's fury through your actions and deeds. How have we treated one another? That's the question. Have these corporations, these entities, the things that they created, the creations, have they treated you, treated you as the creator treats you? Or have they enslaved you and camped you and forced you to do their will, their, did, their deeds, their bidding for them? They create thousands, thousands upon thousands of laws. Yet those laws don't align with the scripture. See, Moses gave a set of laws that would be from generation to generation. According to Deuteronomy. Lord willing, that will be one of the next chapters that we bring you. We'll, we'll go back and we want to revisit Deuteronomy again for us. We've already revisited it on some previous seasons. So again, this is a plug. If you haven't already listened to some of the previous seasons, please, we encourage you and invite you take the journey with us. Come on. The people of Judah have seen before my very eyes, says the Lord. They have set up their abominable idols right in the temple that bears my name defiling it i told you just this past uh weekend i experienced where they had vendor booths in the back of service as they were uplifting supposedly the name of god temple that, had, that bears the name of god right vendors in the back turn it into a den of thieves extrapolating the money from the people the people laid money at the feet of this prophet. And what is supposed to be the meaning of those things? 31. They have built pagan shrines at Tophath. A garbage dump in the valley of Ben-Hanum. And there they burn their sons and daughters in the fire. I have never commanded such a terrible deed. It never even crossed my mind to command such a thing. See, we even take our children that are born on the land and we then put them right into a system. They require you to do a what's called a registration or registrar, right? Well, we're trafficking them, trafficking them on the high seas, not even knowing that we're putting them as a corporate entity into the corporate system. Not a choice of the child, the living, breathing child standing on the land. Well, I'll say <laughs> lying on the land because a baby can't walk. But you get my point, right? Well, why are these things necessary? That's the beginning of the journey 
that the enemy wants to put us all on. But you're in the world, not of the world. So you have to recognize the wicked vices of the enemy and proclaim that you claim your original born rights that were given to you, the unalienable, unalienable rights that were given to you. And you have to stand firmly back on the land and soil. That is the jurisdiction your creator created you out of. He created you out of clay, according to Genesis. Genesis chapter two. Go back and listen to the episode that we did on Genesis two. So you can understand this. That way you can walk in the truth, discerning falsehood. <clears throat> 32. So beware for the time is coming, says the Lord, when the garbage dump will no longer be called Tophat or the valley of Ben-Hanum, but the valley of slaughter. They will bury the bodies of Tophat until there is no more room for them. The bodies of my people will be food for the vultures and wild animals, and no one will be left to scare them away. I will put an end to the happy singing and laughter in the streets of Jerusalem. So you see, surely we still go out and party. We've got a huge event that's taking place here in the valley as we speak. It's brought thousands to the valley for people to participate in these spectacles, these events that they put on. All while they profess all kind of satanic things through tell live vision. That's what they're doing. The joyful voices of the bride's groom and brides will no longer be heard in the town of Judah. The land will lie in complete desolation. So, please take this message and chew on it. I really want you to go back, revisit the scripture here. Um, everything that was spoken may not apply to you. But if you're curious about anything that was said in regards to your standing as a living, breathing man and woman, and you're ready to start the process of taking that journey uh, to reclaim your born rights, those rights that are not alienable from you, your unalienable rights. If you're ready to reclaim those and start the process of understanding what it means to stand underneath the will of your creator. I invite you to tune back in. We're going to bring you more information about this. And there's a link that's going to be in the bio as well that you can click on that will take you out to learn a little bit more if you're seeking to learn. Our prayer is this, that you are blessed by the words that were spoken here and that you are also warned by the words that are spoken here to Jeremiah and through Jeremiah to the people. Because in understanding that this is a blessing and a warning, you can heed the warning and accept the blessings that your creator has professed over you. See, this is not the end. And we want to bring you uh, a chapter close to the end of this book. As those that know, there's 52 chapters. That's how they divided it or, or segmented out. We want to bring you chapter 51 to help you to understand how to navigate the muddy waters because as Jeremiah prophesied for his four decades, 
there were a lot of things that took place. There were some things that, that transitioned and some things that, that went good, some things that went bad. So you need to understand how to be able to discern the times that we're in. So again, this is Nakia. I greatly appreciate you for tuning back in, for listening to another episode. Uh, and just so you're aware, things are happening very, very rapidly. So again, thank you for your prayers and for your support of the mission that we're doing here on the streets of Phoenix to help our special guests. We have great connections now to allow for the ability to be able to get a warehouse to start the process of being able to be a distribution point for the items that are to be given out to the living, breathing men. It is our time to reclaim the blessings that have come from being underneath the will of our creator, but we've got to abandon those things that are keeping us back. So again, we encourage you to support our mission, continue your prayers, Share this message with someone that will benefit from listening to the words that were spoken here on an Overstanding Word podcast. I'm your host, Nakia. Peace, blessings, and light, family.